In today's episode, Jennifer, Andrea, and Mel share their start of their wellness journeys, how they've failed, and how they've overcome those failures and learned more about their bodies and themselves throughout this entire journey of life. Stay tuned through the episode to learn how you can share your failures and triumphs with us. Happy April Fool's Day. We are happy April Fool's. You are going to look, you're going to hear this on a different day, but we are fooling each other and fooling around and talking about our wellness journeys and how we, you know, got started, our struggles, what we were fed up with, what we wanted to achieve, things like that. So, so let's talk about why we started our wellness journey and what brought us there. Um, what we were fed up with in our life and our struggles that we were dealing with in our time of life at the time. Um, You know, for me, I was severely overweight. I was severely depressed. I wasn't doing anything besides getting up and going to work and coming home and, you know, swinging by the drive-thru, eating that on the way home and then throwing out the garbage before I got in the house type of routine. That was my routine, let's, if you will. Um, And I just didn't know what else to do. So that's where I was, was just struggling, you know, mentally, struggling, you know, emotionally, and then just emotionally eating whatever. Yeah. Um, For how long did you struggle with that? Like, was it years or? It was a good few years. um, And it finally came to a head about three years ago. Mm -hmm. And just you know, I was just fed up with myself and just how I was acting. And I'm like, I, this is not sustainable. None of my clothes fit. Um, I just felt like blah. Yeah. Right. Well, I, on the other hand, I have struggled with weight since I was a little girl. Like I'm talking, I was probably, you know, skinny when I was like five. I, I remember seeing pictures when I was five years old, but then all of a sudden, weight started creeping up. Like I had my first Big Mac when I was five years old. And back then they were huge. And for mm. a five-year-old to eat a whole Big Mac, I mean, that that was like pretty crazy. And so, you know, it weight has just always been a struggle with me. I was a latchkey kid growing up. Um, so I had free reign to whatever my mom bought. But my mom didn't buy, she didn't buy a lot of junk food but I ate sandwiches, you know, so the bread and just other stuff, it just, it just stuck with me. And I was not an active kid. I mean, I would, I would walk to the pool in the summers and I I would, you know, do certain things, but, you know, throughout high school and stuff, I I did like through shot put and discus. So we didn't have to do a whole lot, but weightlifting, you know, so I've always struggled with my weight ever since I was a little girl. And I was a personal trainer for quite a few years because I I got on a really good fitness regimen and I thought this is what I want to do because I really want to help people because I was in a good place. And then um, things started happening over the years. I I, I quit being a personal trainer because I moved and, and then I got diagnosed with Crohn's disease and a lot has shifted in my wellness journey since then. You know, it's just been, it, it has been a real struggle. Um, it's just, it's common. It's common for everybody to have struggles and it's common for, you know, to, for it to start in your childhood. And that's where it started. Yeah. And, and mine's the same. So like, I was like an active kid. I was always outside. Um, my mom worked a lot, but like we, we lived in a really cool duplex. And so my grandmother lived on the other side. And so my grandma was, 
kind of like my second mom. And it was just really the three of us. And so I was always outside doing things or helping her in her garden or what have you. But I remember that there was like a shift and um, my mom ended up falling at, a, I think it was like a picnic or something. And she's had like back issues. Like she's had like, I don't know, 12 back surgeries. It's been ridiculous. But I remember like us, I remember like that be kind of being a shift because we would actually, and like you, Mel, like my mom didn't buy, like I remember growing up and always having like push-ups or like um, fudge bars in the, in the refrigerator. But like, as far as food, like we ate, I mean, it was just, my mom was single. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had our grandmother that she supported also. So we ate a lot of things that like my grandma got either got from like the food bank or um, the garden and things like that. And, but I remember my mom and I would go to Burger King and mm-hmm. it would be like, we would go shopping and then we would go to Burger King, but then go home and make dinner. And like you, like your, your Big Mac, I remember having like Whoppers yeah. at a very early age. And so I think, and this is going to, I'm not blaming you mom in case you ever listen to this, but you know, it, I think, I think food became a way for her to self-medicate. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of rubbed off on me a little bit because I, and, and, and plus like my family's Italian, right. And so we socialize much around food and around like growing up my entire, like all of my memories are around like the kitchen table Mm -hmm. and my grandmother cooking and, you know, having all of this great Italian authentic food and everybody, like my cousins and my aunts and just everybody coming over and us socializing around that table. And so even though it was like healthy food and scratch, like food from scratch, I, I equate food with a good time. And so whether I'm like feeling down or um, just whatever, like if like birthdays, we always went out and celebrated at a nice restaurant. If you mm-hmm. get a job promotion, same thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so we, yeah. I think, and I think that's very common across the board is people to associate food mm-hmm. with those with social actions. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, really we had to kind of switch our brain into thinking it's not necessarily about the food while it's great, but it's really about the people that are around Mm -hmm. that table. Right. You know, I think for me too, as a kid, um, I was part of the, I was a full fledged member of the clean your plate club and just, um, you know, the starving children in China were going to eat my dinner if I didn't. So, um, you know, so that has kind of, you know, that's something that I still struggle with today. And, you know, going out to a restaurant where it's like, no, I don't need to eat everything on this plate. I can take mm-hmm. it home, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. or even, you know, here, you know, cooking at home. It's like, if I make a big pot or a big dish of something, it's like, I don't need to cut myself a giant slice of lasagna. I can start small and then eat that mm-hmm. and then see, you know, yeah. so it's like just certain things like that that's still I'm still trying to break that now oh yeah I mean there's a lot of general generational habits that you know we take on because that's what we're taught you know that's how we cook and that's just how we have you know we've taught our children and this and that and they're not going to have any but you know what I'm saying I mean you know it's it's it comes down and like 
I grew up with Southern food, like fried potatoes, pinto beans, cornbread, things like that stick to your ribs kind of food that it's just like, now I can't imagine eating that every day. Mm. Imagine, you know, just I, I can eat it maybe once a month or something like that. Or if, or if some, if we're celebrating something, you know, so, you know, I mean, it's just, it's those generational things and, and it's hard to cut those habits. So when, when you were finally to the point where you were fed up with, you know, like, like you said, Andrea, you know, you got to the point where you had to do something because um, you were hiding food and I've done the same thing, you know, yeah. at that point you feel like, you know, something's wrong with me. You know, I don't need to be doing this. So what was it, ladies, that, you know, just flip that switch? What made you decide to start your wellness journey? Well, I mean, for me, um, I was literally like, you know, at this point, I'm not doing anything productive. So I'm just basically scrolling social media. And um, it's actually a really good friend of mine. We were childhood, you know, childhood friends. We lived down the street. Um, we were, you know, also, you know, also she is a full fledged member of the the clean play club. And, um, both of us struggled with our weight, even as kids. Um, I had been watching her stories and posts and, you know, she was doing like these exercises at home and I watched her transform, you know, from a shy little girl, you know, she's a few years younger than me. So she's always going to be you know, a little girl to me. <laughs> And um, turn into this like, extremely confident, passionate woman. And I was like, what the hell is this girl? What is she smoking? Like, and why <laughs> do I not have any? Um, you know, yeah, me. <laughs> but, you know, just, you know, watching her do these sorts of things. And, um, you know, I had reached out to her and, and, you know, she told me that she had been doing beach body programs and, and I was like, okay, you know, like I've heard about them and I was really skeptical and I was like, it's a scam just like everything else. Like I did South Beach diet. I've done Atkins diet. I've done the fucking maple syrup bullshit. And I don't even know what I it's called. I have heard of that one. It's the lemon, the lemon water or maple, maple syrup, syrup or whatever. Um, it's fucking terrible, by the way. And it, yeah, if you want to just not eat anything for three days, go for it. Um, you know watching my weight fluctuate from all of those things. And then ultimately, you know, every time it would drop, it would come back two times over. Um, and I said, you know what, like, let me just try it. Like I was, a, you know, I, I belonged to gyms. I literally was in a time where I had paid for an entire year of a gym membership because I was like, this is going to make me go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guess how many times I went twice, Yeah. twice, yeah. twice yeah. in an entire year that I paid for. Okay. So I'm like, you know what? So, you know, I started doing it. Um, and I started small at first. I started, you know, waking up early and just doing, um, doing a workout in the morning. And mm -hmm. literally after like three weeks, I had so much more energy. Um, I, I could feel a shift within me and I was like, okay, mm -hmm. like I, I did the first three weeks, like I'm going to keep going. And, right. um, you know, to this day, like, I still firmly believe that, like, this has changed, helped change my life. And, yeah, you know, so not only was it programs, you know, they, it was, you know, they offered recipes, and this woman welcomed me into her community um, 
of other women like me struggling. And it was really that community that helped keep me going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because, you know, you're encouraged to post that you did a workout. You're encouraged to post yep. that you're struggling mm-hmm. and seeing those other women also struggling with the same thing yeah. is what helped me keep going. Yep. And then they're I also remember. cheering me on when, mm-hmm. you know, you completed something or did something. And I remember you being in that MBF group. That was mm-hmm. our, that was yep. the first group I think that I remember you being in. That was it. Because I went to the, that's when I went to the beach, the, the, you know, the, yeah, you got stoned meeting. <laughs> but, have, yeah. The rock or I mean, like rain man. Oh my God. Well, you know, <laughs> but. Hey guys, it's Andrea here. Be sure to hit that like or subscribe button. If you are liking what you're hearing and you want to jam with us again. You know, I, I found myself in something, a similar situation. You know, like I said, I had I had really found, you know, my groove with my fitness and became a personal trainer. And then I moved back up to Virginia because I was in North Carolina, Charlotte, to be exact, where, you know, close to where Jen is. And uh, and uh, <laughs> and and it was I continued my journey once I got up here and got settled in and everything. And then. I was getting ready to um, start college in my 30s. Yes, I did that. And um, I got really sick and I went to the hospital and they said that I had um, that that my I had a bowel obstruction, you know. And so then like six months down the road, almost a year, all of a sudden I have Crohn's, you know, Crohn's disease. And so it's it's inflammation of the small intestine and things like that. So. I could not do any activity because, and I was a member of the gym because every time after my surgery, they took out two feet of my small intestine. And after my surgery, every time I went to go do any type of physical activity, I had to shit. Uh And so I just stopped going to the gym and it just seemed like I needed to not do anything. I blew up, like I gained so much weight and I gained everything back that I had years worked on losing. I mean, I I was in such a good place with my physical outer appearance that I, I mean, I, I, that's the only time I truly loved myself was when I looked like that. And I know it's not all about looks, but I, that for me at the time. You felt good. Yeah, I did. Felt I felt good. good. Yeah. I mean, in general, just my whole body felt good. And so seven years ago, you know, I had just gotten sick and tired of being, you know, overweight, feeling sick. Everything I ate went right through me. I wasn't absorbing anything nutritionally, you know, um, but everything stuck to me. And so I saw a girl that I thought that I was friends with. I really did because we had so many mutual friends. We worked at the same restaurant, but apparently we were like ships in the night and she quit right as soon as I got hired. But she had, she was showing her journey Mm -hmm. area, you know, was watching um, her friend. And so I was, you know, watching her journey and I, and I had, I had seen other people doing beach body and I was like, I don't want your shakes. I don't want your bullshit. I'm a personal trainer. I have fuck to do, you know? And so, and so I got started in a free group because I couldn't afford it at the time. And I got started in a free group and I did this line dancing workout and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm moving my body in my apartment. If I have to pause and go to the bathroom, I can do it. And nobody is going to see me. 
you know, and so here we are seven years later, and I can't tell you how many programs I've completed, but it has changed my life so much. And I'm not, you know, I'm not like pressing here to, you know, disclaimer by Beachbody or anything like that. I'm just saying for me, it was the community. Everybody brought me in. They supported me in my struggles and in my successes. And it has brought me to know so many wonderful women, especially you two, you know, like my besties. And because like nobody can relate to what you're going through unless they're going through it Mm -hmm. themselves. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest part of this community is that we're all going through the same struggles a little bit differently, but they're the same struggles. Yeah. And the nice thing about it too is like, you can check in with everybody like at the same time, like you, like, I'm not like saying, Hey, go sign up or anything, but you have to find what works for you. But with something like this, you, if you're struggling, like if you want to have a binge fest, there's some place for you to go and say, Hey, I'm struggling right right now. I, Mm -hmm. I need help. And there's people Mm -hmm. literally at your fingertips that are there to help you. You don't have to wait for a weekly meeting. You don't have to like, you know, um, do this alone. Like you literally have people at your fingertips that know what you're going through and that can provide Mm -hmm. that support any time of the day or night. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. And so I've had like, you know, very similar paths to you two. Like I remember growing up and, um, like doing like, sweat to the oldies Richard Simmons, Richard workout Simmons. with my mom yes yeah disco sweat <laughs> yeah like I remember us doing that in our living room and yes. I you know and and because she after her injury she gained a lot of weight and she wanted to like you know lose weight and stuff and so I always did that with her and but I also think that again sorry mom I think that also instilled like insecurities for me mm-hmm. And I like looking back, I always felt like I was the like I was a majorette in high school. And I always felt like I was the big one on the Mm -hmm. squad. And now I look back at those pictures. and I'm like, Oh, girl, like you weren't big, like you were athletic, and you looked gorgeous. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I was the person who like, on the way to work would stop at a drive through get food, go to drive through at lunch on the way home, go to drive through, go pick up my kids at daycare and then come home and make dinner. Um, when I was married, I would go down into the kitchen in the middle of the night, binge and bury all of like the wrappers and the, the evidence down Mm -hmm. in the garbage can that way nobody knew. Um, and then after our divorce, I just, you know, blew up And just because Mm -hmm. I, again, was medicated with food, I was medicating with alcohol, I used to self-cut, I just wasn't in a great mental place. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like you, I did the Weight Watchers, I did the South Beach, I did the Atkins, I did the, you know, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. And if those things work for you, great. They just didn't work for me. And food has always been a trigger. And as soon as I restrict myself from something, I want to binge. Mm-hmm. And so I have to be very careful and very mindful about the restriction. Yes. Um. And so I was literally sitting in my new apartment, my kids were sleeping with my face in a 
like half gallon thing of ice cream and flipping through. And I came across the infomercial for uh, a workout program because like you, I didn't want to go to the gym because I felt like everybody was staring at me. I had such high insecurities that I thought people would be like, oh my God, what the hell is she doing here? Or I was just afraid, like I wouldn't know how to operate the machines or what if I got tired or what if I had crotch sweat, like just all of these things, you know what I mean? Like I didn't want to go and trying to better myself, but then embarrass myself at the same Mm -hmm. time. Plus I had three small kids and I was newly divorced. I was literally living not even paycheck to paycheck, like something mm-hmm. was always late. And I was working yeah. about 50 hours a week and something was always late. Right. So anywho, I was watching this infomercial and I got like the butterflies and the tingles and it was like a dancey kickboxing program. And so I, I didn't even think about it. I was just like, I need this. I'm at my, like, I have these cuts all over my body. Mm-hmm. I'm abusing my body. I'm not being a good role model. You know, mm-hmm. I, I truly b- believe that if I didn't have the boys, like I wouldn't be here today. I was just in a very dark place. And so I ordered it. It came. I tried it. It was super hard. I threw it in the the closet. A couple of weeks later, I got it back out. And I was like, you know what? I don't care if I'm on the same foot. I don't care if I'm behind. I'm just going to start moving. And I'm just going to try. And I have no nothing else. Right. Mm -hmm. And so at that time I didn't buy, like, you know, I bought the, I bought the Shakeology. I bought, you know, this program. And this is whenever you only got like the DVD of one program. Right. And, and the Shakeology. And, um, I went throughout the entire program. I ended up losing 30 pounds. It was a 90 day program, lost 30 pounds. And I was like hooked and Mm -hmm. I still didn't have the money for the shakes every month, (laughs) but I was like, you know what? if I don't go through drive-thrus three times a day, mm-hmm. if I don't buy ice cream to put in the refrigerator, mm-hmm. if I swap out, like, I didn't want to deprive my kids. Right. But if I bought them something that I didn't like, like mm-hmm. know, cheese curls, then I felt like I could manage this. And so mm-hmm. I started putting all of that money that I was spending in these other areas mm-hmm. towards my Shakeology right. and the weight just kept coming off. And it was just whenever you take that power back, and I think this is Mm -hmm. the one thing that, you know, I was listening to a podcast yesterday and it was like, you know, everybody wants to feel good. Everybody wants more energy. Everybody wants to feel confident. But with every good thing that you want in your life also comes sacrifice and also comes a time of like frustration and pain and struggles, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. You know, whenever you're working out, your body's going to be sore. There's going to be mornings where you don't want to do it. There's going to be times where you want that to eat that entire medium pizza. There's going to be times where, you know, you fall off the wagon or you fail. And guess what? That's okay because you learn Mm -hmm. something from it. And Mm -hmm. it's you can put you know, tweak and realize, and instead of being so damn hard on yourself that like, oh shit, I had an entire medium pizza. It's fine. What did you learn from it? Were you super exactly. sluggish afterwards? Did you go to bed from it? Did you have the shits afterwards? Like all of, <laughs> Say, did you shit your pants? Like, all of this stuff. And it's like, okay, yep. those are your cues telling, that's your body telling you, girl, mm-hmm. stop this fucking yep. nonsense, right? Yep. And ever since I'm not saying that my journey's been perfect because like you ladies know, mm-hmm. 
It hasn't been, especially these two and a half years with having cancer. And now Mel, I'm very much like you. I'm on the other side of cancer. Thank goodness. But I'm learning how to navigate this new vessel Mm -hmm. that's carrying me through life. You had to learn how to have this new body that reacts Mm -hmm. in a totally different way than what you're accustomed to your weight, you know, increased and because you have to figure shit out. And I'm in the same boat, but guess what? Mm -hmm. People who don't, who go through and don't have like a, a health scare or injured as you age, your body's going to naturally change. And so what worked in your twenties is not going to work in your thirties. It's not going to work. Definitely not going to work in your fifties. And you have Mm -hmm. to be open to that constant tweaking change and experimenting on yourself and really Mm -hmm. stop comparing yourself. I know I'm going on a tangent, but (laughs) I'm in a, I, I just want people to stop comparing. And when I say people, I'm also including myself. We have right. to stop looking at what other people are doing and we have to start looking inward and really paying attention to how our body responds to things, how it responds to alcohol, how it responds to certain foods, how yeah. it responds with lack of sleep, all of that kind of stuff. Because if you don't, then you're not going to see the success. And so why go through all of the struggles and all of the hard work? To right. get to where you want to be if you're not doing that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, it's okay to to fail at your journey because you're it's all trial and error, you know, mm-hmm. until you can find what starts to work. And then you know what? Surprise, it's gonna work for a bit and then it's not it again. Yep. So and then you're gonna have to continue to tweak and and you know, you're just continually learning about yourself and your body and how it how it reacts with what you're doing. Well, I definitely think that we can continue this conversation. Like we definitely need another episode to talk more about our journeys and our struggles because this is just such a topic that, you know, so many people can relate to. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. we really need to continue this discussion. Yeah. Ron. And I, I appreciate you all being so open and and you know just telling your stories and your struggles because so many people can relate. Absolutely. So let's wrap things up for today. Come on over to our Instagram page, check out our episode three post, and share what wellness programs you've tried. Also, if you want, share what's failed. Feel free to share that too. And well, thanks, ladies. This was the best way to start my Saturday morning. Yes, me too. All right. Talk to you soon. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.